0: Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode of That Cuts Deep. This is your host, Alex, and today, especially if you are an OG listener, I have a surprise for you.
1: Hello, friends.
0: Welcome back, Matthew. Hi. What are we calling you today?
1: Um, honestly, you know, Matt is fine. Okay, perfect. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take whatever you want to call me. Just don't call me late, bitch.
0: Um, well, you were today actually late, but
1: that's besides the point.
0: So Matt and I went (laughs) to get brunch this morning and I, for months now, have been trying to talk this man into recording an episode. And today at brunch, I finally, I don't know if it was like the mimosa or just like the good conversation, but he finally agreed.
1: It was the mimosa. (laughs) (laughs) We had a mimosa flight and it was really, really good. Um. And we just sat and had a conversation, and Alex is like, it's time. And I've been putting it off for months, honestly. I've wanted to jump on an episode of the podcast. It's just life has been crazy, you know? It just gets a hold of you. And now we have the free time. We have a moment to sit down with each other and chat, have a good convo, and I'm ready for it. Let's unpack, bitch.
0: Beautiful. Okay, so one thing that I've been waiting to talk about on the pod is I've been wanting to discuss a little bit of like communication skills and something that Matt and I have struggled with for a really long time as friends, actually struggled and thrived. It's a little bit of both, but is communicating. Like literally, we used to get complaints in our very first apartment because we would yell at each other, but we weren't yelling out of anger. We just, I guess, got really excited and would talk really, really loud. And I think... Honestly, that's an interesting thought because the communication, while it was there, it was thriving, could have been toned down just a little bit.
1: Yeah, Alex and I have this tendency when we talk to over talk one another because of that excitement and it just turns into we can be having a normal conversation like this where we're just talking back and forth to each other. But as soon as an exciting point gets brought up, it's like, oh, now I have something exciting to tell you. And the excitement builds until your neighbors think that you're having an all-out argument.
0: We were never, usually never arguing. I'm sure, I don't remember really ever arguing back then, but... Not with me. (laughs) Tough subject. (laughs) Some tea. (laughs) Anyways, actually, speaking of that, so, Matt, something, whenever you first left the show, a lot of our issue with recording was we struggled with communicating. We could not figure out our niche together we were great separate and we were great off off air but the second we would put the microphone in front of each other it was like we could not figure it out we would literally sit and talk for hours and we would get like no content recorded and I'm curious actually I want to ask you like have you unpacked that and like what do you think about that like now
1: I have honestly I think that A lot of it had to do with the fact that, at least for me on my end, I felt during that time, like looking back, hindsight, I feel as though I wasn't really, you know, we kind of jumped into the podcast and we had these ideas of what we wanted the show to be and how we wanted to do things. but to be honest, I mean, we were both winging it. We were learning. We were trying to figure out what we were going to do. And so I guess in my brain, I had somewhat of an idea of where I wanted to go with it, but I wasn't entirely sure. And at that point in my life, I wasn't even really sure what I was doing in my life. I mean, I was living here in Blacksburg. I didn't have a car. I was riding the bus everywhere. It was the middle of winter. You know, like it was just, there were so many things outside of the podcast that minor things that were affecting my life that when it came down to talk about the podcast or record the podcast or anything, it was more of a, uh, like a chore or a task to me at that point in my life. And, it just wasn't something that I was able to put my absolute all towards in a way that could really reflect for the listeners. And I feel like that was one of the reasons why ultimately I decided to leave the show is because I knew that the content could be better and I knew that the listeners deserve better. And I wasn't able to give that at that point in time. So.
0: Ooh. Okay. So actually I think that that was a really good answer. And I really like how honest it was because For the longest time, just to get like totally deep with you, like I was hard for me to process and understand because outside of recording, like we've always been like talking to you has been so easy, but there was for the longest time back then, like this almost like a wall and we just couldn't break it down until you stopped recording episodes with me, which in the end, worked out well because I was able to kind of figure it out and take the show where it is now, which is pretty cool, but I'm really happy you're here today, and I'm really, honestly, guys, what I tell you, I've literally been so stumped, and I talked about this on the last episode that I recorded, which was like, first of all, I didn't release an episode last week, unfortunately. I have some new things happening in my life right now, and I just didn't really have the time with my new schedule but i knew that i wanted to get an episode out this week so essentially i had no idea what i was going to talk about so convincing matt to do this episode today i literally saved my life so
1: yeah and i also want to circle back around for a second back to since we're just unpacking the um what would you call it like
0: the the breakup? The
1: yeah, the
0: the split? Between the, <laughs>
1: yeah, whatever you want to call it. There was no bad blood, but I mean, there was a separation. So I feel like a lot of that too came from the fact that although this podcast was both of us together, I think going into it initially, we both had individual ideas that we were putting forth, right? To come together onto one thing. And there were things during the time that have changed significantly since, but things that I guess I wanted to get out of the podcast that I felt like I couldn't. And it was because I didn't feel like I could communicate with you at that point in time, Mm -hmm. which is kind of strange because you and I have always had really good communication. I know that's what that's (laughs)
0: the whole point. It's like, why weren't we able to, like, communicate about this
1: it's because honestly i didn't want to hurt your feelings i didn't want to hurt yours either the podcast was so important to us and it's something that we created together and at that point we were just starting to reach a bunch of our goals at the podcast we were starting to get a lot more um you know downloads a lot more views we were working towards monetization so there were all of these things we were hitting goals and things were going really good so it didn't make sense out of nowhere for me to be like hey girl
0: But, okay, at the same time, you can't deny that it affected the quality of the content because you and I, like, it's almost, okay, I think the biggest mistake that we made as co-hosts was we waited to have real conversations until we were on air as to not miss good content. It's like we almost forgot to be best friends and only were co-hosts.
1: I agree with that. Yeah, actually. Now that I think about it. Because we lived so close to each other. Yeah, we, we were neighbors. Yeah, we could have hung out anytime. But we in, made it a point to not really communicate much until it came down to the podcast. And I think...
0: Well, we had to because back then we it took us so long to get through an episode. Like now, it takes me an hour max to record an episode. And usually no longer than that to edit it.
1: It used to take us like six. Sometimes like eight hours if we were like we would make like a whole day out of it and for what
0: and that was just to record that didn't (laughs) even include editing
1: i just honestly looking back at it i think i i wasn't really prepared in a way that i saw it as a lot more of this thing this scary thing Uh of like
0: it has to be this certain yeah. way. Like almost like an expectation. Right. But it was like an a, an expectation that wasn't necessarily like real. Like it was a false expectation that you just kind of assumed was there. Because I had the same thing. It was like fuck. Like how am I supposed to have and like uphold this standard that we both are having? Why are we like why can't we figure this out? Like and honestly I really think my personal issue was that we just spent so much time talking about it. I had no time to separate myself from it. And when you do that, when you're all consumed by one thing, and this goes for like anything, it isn't just podcasts, but when you're all consumed by one thing or even one person, you don't have time to separate and really evaluate what that is to you and what it means. And unfortunately for like us as co-hosts, it just didn't work out. Now, maybe one day down the road, like things like that could be different. Because, I mean, personally, I've grown so much as a person since we recorded that first episode, like exponentially so. And one, I'm really proud of myself. And two, I'm also really proud of you because so of you.
1: Yeah, I was I was honestly, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was going to say I'm also very proud of you and, and where the show has come since the very first episode. I actually, um, so... In addition to when I listen to your episodes, I've also went back and listened to like an episode or two where I was on there because I just wanted to see how things have changed. Um, And when I listen to myself now, it like gives me the ick because of how much I've grown, you know, so (laughs) like I'll listen to one or two of those old episodes. And part of me is like, thank God I didn't continue because If I still sounded like that, but that's not the reality of it. I mean, of course I would have grown into... I
0: think that's so interesting too, because honestly, when we first started out, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We were just two people who bought microphones and had a freaking MacBook and were just recording episodes. We didn't know where they were going to go. We didn't know if anybody at all was even going to listen to them. I mean, thank you for listening, guys. I really appreciate that. Love you. But at the same time, like... At that time, we were just like, what if not one single person, like, downloads this episode?
1: Yeah, we literally did have that in our head. We were like, well, nobody could download this. And we still wanted to do it just because it, it's something that... When you and I had talked about the idea of creating the show, it it seemed like everything made sense. And it was like we finally had a place to exert all of that energy that you and I have as friends. Because... um. I got to bring up Riv for a second. <laughs> Riv, if you're listening. Um Yeah. Riv obviously has been around for a while now and unfortunately gets the side of Alex and I's friendship that you know when we, all three of us are in a room, sometimes Alex and I will just have this conversation and it's like an AB conversation even though like Riv's more than welcome to be included in it, but it just doesn't happen that way. And so the show gave us that outlet because Riv's not the only person. I just use his. No,
0: I was actually to interrupt you for just a second. I was going to say that. I was like, well, it's not just River. I feel like that happens with other people too. Unfortunately, it does.
1: does. And so the show gave us that place where we could kind of have that AB conversation without making other people feel like, damn, like I just don't, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so at first it really did feel that way um and then it, it eventually over time it just fizzled out for me it didn't feel the same way that it felt in the beginning and one i think a lot of that had to do with the communication two just my life in general at that point in time i was trying to figure out a lot of different things and having a podcast on top of that was Not impossible, but incredibly difficult mentally for me. And three, there was just... I felt like the show at the time, we had thought a lot about what we wanted the show to be, but we hadn't really talked about the direction and where it was going because we were so new and so fresh. Uh, And so it's just... It makes me so happy now when I listen to the episodes, even though I'm not a part of the show anymore, I can see how much the show has grown and I enjoy listening to the show a lot more now because I mean, I feel like the entire vibe has kind of switched up a little bit Mm -hmm. and the things that you talk about are a lot more relevant to people in real time and not just experiences that you've went through in life and maybe it applies. You know what I mean? Um, which was a lot of what I was kind of bringing to the table. I talked a lot about my past and and things that I've been through in life. And I think that that's important to recognize. But it's not something that you want to make a personality out of. And unfortunately, I was a show personality. So.
0: Actually, Speaking of that, that's incredible advice. Invi- Whoa, that's incredible advice because when you think about like people who and I talk about this a lot on the show actually, but when people allow themselves to live through the past version like the past version of them, it almost stunts their future selves growth. Like you cannot grow if you're stuck in the past and while yeah your past experiences are what makes you as a person they are not the only thing that makes you so that's good advice that you just gave like just it's so important to not like stay in the same spot and continue to relive those past things because one it's painful because everybody's past hurts in some way so if you're thinking about it a lot you're just gonna break your own heart and two like the future version of you deserves just as much energy. And furthermore, the current version of you deserves all of your energy. Because if you're not paying attention to your current life, you're going to lose so much time.
1: Absolutely. You know, when I lived in Blacksburg, um I was incredibly – that was a point in time where – I was living on my own for the first time in years, you know, because I've, I've had roommates pretty much since the very first apartment I had whenever I was 18. So this was my first time living on my own since I was 18 years old. Um, you know, one of my friends, granted you lived below me, you have a relationship, you have a job, you have all of your own things. You know, another one of my friends had recently, um, they had gotten sober. Thankfully, so proud of them. If you're listening right now, I'm so happy for you. You're doing amazing in life. Um, but unfortunately, whenever you do make that decision for yourself, a lot of things come with that and you can't always be as available as you used to be. Um, and then another one of my friends lives five and a half hours away from me. So when I lived here, I felt really alone. And I didn't really feel like I had a lot, anyone to go to or I had no direction in life. I didn't really know where I was going. And so whenever we would hang out and we did have the podcast together, it it felt like work to me because it didn't feel like I was getting that kind of like the feeling that you get when you hang out with your friends. I was still lacking that from every aspect because all of my friends, we're at that point in our lives now. We're in our mid-20s, you know. Things are a lot different than they were when we were 19. We can't just hit each other up and, you
0: Drive know, 15 minutes down the road to talk.
1: Things just aren't the same. And um, I think that, that that had a lot to do with my mental state at the time. I had a lot of things to figure out. And unfortunately, there was no way for me to figure that out with the podcast
0: and now i'm gonna almost switch it up a little bit so one just to piggyback off of what matt just said so much love for matt just so everyone knows if you're an og listener and you've been listening since the beginning um there was never any bad blood or anything bad that happened
1: no we've still been friends this whole
0: time yeah we (laughs) hang out all the time but It was just not right for us to do it together. So now that we've rehashed and talked a little bit more about everything that kind of went down in that journey, let's talk about your current life, Matt, the biggest difference. Well, one of the biggest differences in your (laughs) life now versus a long time ago was you're very heavily in the dating scene. And I want you to share a little bit about that.
1: So I have been in the dating scene um, a lot more heavily lately just because I'm getting back into that point in my life where I feel confident about myself again. I'm really happy with myself mentally I've had time to sort out a lot of the things that made me just not able to allow that into my life. And now, honestly, I feel like I'm on the market, you know? I feel, I feel good about myself. I would like to find a potential partner eventually. I don't know if that's something that, you know could exist in the current time frame but I think that's something I
0: could work towards so basically what you're saying is you haven't met him yet yeah not yet but I'm curious like okay you have to spill something like what is it like I haven't been on the dating scene really what feels like ever honestly so like tell me what's it like be just dating around especially like you're 25 years old like now is like when you should be dating around It's I know it's got to be fun well girl it's
1: fun but it's a lot different than it was when we were like 19 20 you know because now when you're dating people you have conversations like you know oh, you're, like, finishing up a school, you know, what do you plan to do that, you know, with your career after school or you have conversations about, like, if, you know, Well, like, you have more long-term conversations than you do short-term conversations when you're 25 dating versus whenever you're, like, 19. When you're 19 dating, you kind of get straight to the point, if you know what I mean.
0: Bro, I, <laughs> I have to say, when you started that sentence, I literally thought you were going to be like, you know, like, when you're this age and dating, like, you talk about things like your retirement savings. And oh,
1: like, <laughs> God. No, I mean, I can wait until I'm fucking, like...
0: Honestly, no, you shouldn't date a man with a retirement plan, you know? Well, the that's 401K. the thing, like...
1: That kind of thing should already be fi- – I feel like you should have that figured out as an individual before you date someone long-term. But again, that comes from 25-year-old me because I wouldn't have said that at night.
0: No, but okay. But so i just curious. So is the expectation now like you have to have your shit figured out before you date me? Because that's not – not all of us have our shit together. So like how do you – like what's the happy medium there? Because – I personally don't have a retirement plan.
1: So here's the thing. I, I get what you're saying. Like, not everybody is. Do
0: you have a retirement blue. plan? Um,
1: sort of. No, so like an actual like set account. Oh, no. I okay. mean, I have the idea in my head. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, me too. But,
1: and it's not like your <laughs> traditional just like 401k, and, you know. But my point being is when I'm on the dating scene now, I'm looking a lot more into finding a friend than I am, like, finding the love of my life. I want somebody that I can be friends with, that I can share my life with. I don't want somebody that I'm just going to, like, fall for and I'm going to feel all these feelings. And then, you know, as those feelings fade, then I'm like, Ugh, You know, because that's that's what's happened to me. I mean, if anyone knows me you know that relationships don't last long usually because I get to this point where it just fizzles out and I'm just, I get so burnt out of a relationship so quick. So I think for me, yes, I would like for my partner to have an idea of where their future is going. And I would like them to have their shit together at least a little bit, but The bar is not extremely high in that aspect because I'm still 25. Mm -hmm. My main thing is I want somebody that I can be vulnerable around because I don't feel like there's a single person in my life that I could be truly vulnerable with and not feel like a burden Mm -hmm. to that person. And that's something that I feel like a really good partner provides. They provide that space where at the end of the day, when the world is tough and everything around you is just giving you hell, you can come home to that person and just share that vulnerability with them. And you know that everything's going to be okay because they're going to embrace you. And it's just, I lack that in my life and that's okay. I can live without it. But as far as like a long-term partner goes, that's something that i i would really want out of out of the dating scene now
0: so that friends should be the bare minimum because no like actually <laughs> you made me want to just go and hug rib like right now oh my i just want to give a big hug because honestly i personally feel like i found that in a partner and you're I mean, I never really think about that specifically, but you're absolutely right. That should be your priority. Like your priority should be somebody who can support you emotionally as well as like obviously, yeah, like somebody who's got their shit together financially would be great, but also somebody who can actually just take care of you like mentally is so important. And I think a lot of us like get lost in the idea of like being with somebody who's got their shit together. And when you think about someone who has their shit together, you're never thinking about them emotionally having their shit together you're always thinking about like let me find somebody who can like take care of me like do I want to work the rest of my life like that's what a lot of people are talking about but what we really should be talking about is like finding a partner who genuinely takes care of your well-being mentally because that's your sanity like if you don't have that what do you have
1: yeah and at the end of the day <clears throat> Yeah, and at the end of the day, today's world is tough to live in. You know, not a lot of people our age have their shit together, and that's okay. So at the very least, if you have somebody to share not having your shit together with, and you can be comfortable with that person, I feel like if you guys can both exist in that frame of mind together and give each other a comfortable place to start building that's something that will really last a long time. That's something that I feel like that's how you separate long term from short term is short term is this idea of all the things you're going to have together and all the things you're going to do long term is facing the fact that none of that is coming for a while and you have to sit with this person that is not, you know, you really like the person and, You care about them a lot, but they're not always that expectation of your lifelong partner. Your lifelong partner is not always going to look like your lifelong partner. Sometimes it takes a little bit to get there. So keep your eyes open. Okay, so before we get out of here, I wanted to also ask you a question. Um, So since it has been so long since we've recorded an episode together, what was it like whenever I decided to leave the podcast, trying to navigate what the podcast was going to look like and how you were going to deliver to the audience in the same way as one person when you were used to doing it with two.
0: Oh, it was hard. And I will literally, honestly, I still like kind of struggle with it only because I'm still learning like, how do I put this in a way that makes sense? So I'm still... It's easier to talk back and forth to somebody like you and I, we've been talking almost 30 minutes, but me recording by myself, I can hardly get past 20 minutes. And it's because I'm not talking to somebody like it's way easier to fill the space half of the time versus 100% of the time, because you're just going on and on all by yourself. So I think that was the biggest challenge was figuring out how to be able to say things with substance for that long without having somebody respond to me. That like, that's the biggest challenge. But in terms of like the vibe of the show and where the show went, honestly, it was pretty easy for me at first, because I had this idea initially of where I thought I wanted to go granted now that's switched and changed quite a bit like it's nowhere near what it was back in January when I first went solo and that's because like honestly I have changed as a person since then Uh, my priorities have changed back then I was working a corporate job that I thought I cared about growing in now I could give two fucks about growing in a career all I care about is growing the podcast so that makes the content way more genuine but it also makes me way overthink the content because I'm like oh fuck like I really care about this now like how am I gonna grow it so it has its challenges but initially like the biggest thing is one I really would like to get more like interview like co-hosted shows on here like I want to bring more people in I just I have to find the time to do that. And then two, I do really love the freedom to be able to talk about whatever I want, edit in whatever way I want, and not have to like double check it. Like the podcast takes up way less of my time now than it did when it was co-hosted. And that's only because I'm the only person that it has to go through. So.
1: That makes sense. That was a really good answer. Um, I'd like to ask you one more question that I thought of just since I'm thinking about it. Um with that being said where do you plan to take the podcast in the future and how do you plan to make the content more enjoyable for the listeners versus what we were doing when we were working on it together
0: so, with the more enjoyable for the listeners thing, it's one, I think more consistency and like the direction of the show is huge. But also, like, I have a direct, like, thought of where I want it to be and I know what I need to do to get it there. It's just that, like I said, the time to get it there and prioritizing that. Like, it's really important to me. But also, like, at the same time, <sighs> I want the show to always be genuine to who I am. That's really important because if it's not, like why am I even doing this? So making sure that it's always that is like my number one priority. And then past that is just, I want to be entertaining. I want to continue to bring an entertainment factor every single week. And some weeks, I feel like I do that better than others. But at the same time, it's like, do I want to get an episode out every week or do I want to make sure... Every episode I put out has that same substance, And I feel like I have to figure out like the happy medium between the two because I haven't yet.
1: Well, I got to say, as a listener, I'm really enjoying the podcast a lot more now. You've grown exponentially, not only as a host on the show, but as a person in general, you've grown to figure out what you actually want in life. And you've basically said a big fuck you to all the things that weren't going to work out for you. And I think you got rid of a lot of the brick walls that were in the way. So I'm really excited to see where things go. And I think it's only up from here.
0: Oh, wow. Thanks. All right, friends. That is all for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed and we will talk next Thursday.
1: See you later.